Let's do it. Let's do it. You, 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 you're right, right. Get out with X360 FM. Your favorite radio station. all through the streets. Keeping our lock. It's X in effect. Full circle. Welcome to Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. What's up, Stronger Nation? This is Danny Cole and the artist... Formerly known as Danny Cole. <laughs> Blake Barber coming in. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. And thank you for listening to the very first show of 2019. So with that being said, Happy New Year's. God bless you. And I hope that this year is the very best year you've ever had in your entire life. And that every year after, it just gets better and better. Now, with today being the very first show of the year... Blake, I want to have somebody, man, that's inspiring, that's motivating on the show, somebody that I look up to for who he is, the values that he has, and that drive. So today's show is going to be great. But as always, before we jump into the interview, let's check in, dude. What's going on with you, man? How's New Year starting out? How was New Year's? What's up with you? So far, so good. Uh, We're at, what, uh, day two of the New Year. Day uh, two. I'm still upright and walking. How about yourself? Hey, dude, I'm blessed. Everything is great, man. I had a good day today. Pretty relaxed. Kind of slept in a little bit. I say slept in. I got up at 9. But still sleeping. That's <laughs> <laughs> early for you. It, well, it was. And, dude, until I quit drinking, I stopped drinking. Right now, I'm almost at two months. I'm waking up earlier, going to bed earlier, and just feel a lot wow. better. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So what would you do for New Year's? Uh, we, we drove up to uh, Nashville and, and did the, uh, the music note drop, saw the, the concerts up there. Oh, uh, dude, that, yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. A lot of people time. up there? Packed. Dude, you can imagine. It was, oh, yeah. uh, I think they were second behind New York, if, if, I, no if way. I understand the media correct, right? Dude, that's pretty cool, yeah. man. I'm about to check that out next year. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, it's all free. So, uh, yeah, it didn't yeah. cost a dime. Just I like free and I like Fighting your way through you know the crowd I mean? to get, get up there. <laughs> Dude, I brought it. I, I worked out, man, on New Year's Eve. <clears throat> what did I do? I worked out, had like a sat in the massage chair, which was amazing. Got a detoxing bath. And then at 12 o'clock, you know, I was praying and meditating and just bringing in the new year, just writing goals and just just relaxing, dude. Now, that's what I'm talking about. I want to spend my next New Year's Eve with you, bro. Come on. We'll write, we'll write down all the goals and resolutions. And we'll make it happen. Yeah, for the audience, uh, I now I, I can I can vouch for this massage chair that he's got because I've, I've sat in it. Uh, dude, it's awesome. And enjoyed it. I've not had a detox bath, but... Uh, you can do that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. All right. Well, let's jump into this interview because, Blake, it's going to be amazing. Can't wait. You, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you root for the underdog and do you like success stories? Daily. Dude, me too. And so you, like me and everybody else, you're going to love this interview. We've got this guy on the show who's amazing. All right. He's always been athletic, always that I know of him. Mm-hmm. Athletic and always physically fit and active. Wrestled back in high school, boxed on ESPN. Held the 185-pound championship belt in MMA. Wow. And now the man is founder of Mr. Technique, an Atlanta-based web design and SEO company. So, Tom Wynn, dude, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, Danny. Appreciate it. Dude, thank you for being on here, dude. Like I said, I've, I've known you for a while, and I've always looked up to you. I'm not sure if you knew that or not, but just your drive, man, and the things that you've overcome and done, yeah. I've always been impressed with. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Danny. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell you what, before we jump into the business aspect, because Blake, he's fought a long time, numerous fights, and so have you. So I'm curious, you know, like a lot of our fans, they want to hear the business side and also, you know, 
little bit before the business where you fought. So, okay. So how did you how did you get into that? Because I saw you on ESPN, and Blake, I was going to tell you before the show, I looked up the video on ESPN when he was boxing. There were two punches. He came in southpaw, jab, dude hit the ground, got back up after they counted, then come across with the overhand left, boom, dude was out. There was two punches in the entire fight. Wow. I want to see that one, yeah. Yeah, you got to look it up. So, what's up, man? So, how did you get into everything, Tom? Have you always, since a little kid, been physically fit and, like, just had that drive or what? No, no. You'd probably be shocked to hear that when I was a kid, I was real skinny, unathletic kid. And when I, first year, before you even met me, I wrestled for two more years. I wrestled for, in my sophomore and junior year. And uh, first year was really bad. I was like, I ended up being... Four and twenty-one really? in the first season, and three of those wins were by forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I remember, I got my first win, which was a pin in like thirty seconds, and I ran around like I won the state title. <laughs> I love it. It was pretty pathetic. But <laughs> hey, uh, you know, the next season, you know, I, I won more, a little bit more matches, but still with a losing record, finished like eight and thirteen, eight and fifteen or so, and then my final year. Uh, that's when I met you, mm-hmm. and I decided I made a big jump. I in in my eleventh grade year, I wrestled at one hundred and seventy one, and in my in my uh, in my senior year, I wrestled at two seventy five, which is heavyweight. Yeah, so that's quite a jump. I oh went, wow! So I gained like sixty pounds. I went from like one hundred and seventy to two hundred thirty, two hundred thirty five pounds. Dude, that is a huge jump. That was a good summer. And then you know, I, I ate. I ate a lot. I believe it was. It was I mean, it was fat and muscle. It was, it was steroid free too. Surprisingly, the there people, you not go. people. People thought I took steroids, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah well, it's kind of hard to believe. That a lot of people in school, like high school, are on steroids. I know they were when we was in school. Yeah, I just made a Facebook post recently saying that I'm. I'm glad I never took steroids. I, I did see that post. <laughs> so after. After I was done wrestling, I didn't make it to my, to the state championship in my senior year as a, as a heavyweight, and I I lost in the first round on points. And Weren't you not the only one that went to state? No, no, no. no, no. I, I didn't go you to didn't state. Go that junior year. Year. I went like junior, senior year. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was it was me. It was uh, Travis Barber, and there was Bobby Marlowe. Yeah. And there was so there was just three people, and there was a, it, that year was actually like a small. We had a small wrestling. A wrestling team and uh after i got eliminated from the state state championship in the first match i was watching my teammate uh wrestling wrestle and he he ended up getting third in the state that year no it was it was trap or trap, bobby trap it, trap it was trap and you know the um, coach uh coach stevenson he's uh came up to me afterwards said something that that lit me up and he said, "Hey, look at Trapo there. He's like he's he's got a college scholarship, and what do you got? You got nothing." I was like, "Wow, wow, that's like he said something." The coach said that to you. Your yeah, coach said that to you. Yeah, he fired me up. He said, "You ain't." He's like, "You don't got anything going for you." I was like, "Okay." So I I made a I made a mental note of that, and I was I was just determined to prove this guy wrong so that was the fuel to your fire it was yeah 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 i had a little spite a little chip on my shoulder <laughs> you know still, i still and, do and i hear that a lot when when people become a success there's usually some 
uh, memory like that where somebody, some mentor type or somebody, you know, that had a great influence said something negative uh, as a downplay. And, it, you know, you it either, it either does one of two things. You know, it, it'll motivate you to do something really amazing or you quit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want to quit. No. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Now was that just was that your 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 uh, your your way of thinking at that point or? So I graduated. I, I wasn't. I I didn't. I wasn't good enough to get a wrestling scholarship. So I I decided to. I thought about doing amateur boxing because I got inspired. I watched my first UFC, and you probably remember seeing your first UFC around nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four. Yep. And I was thinking, I'd love to do that, but. I don't really have the guts to do MMA just yet, so let's try amateur boxing. <laughs> so, so I did I did a few amateur boxing matches, and I didn't start out good in that either. I lost my first six matches. and uh, They didn't stop. Then, you just had that perseverance I, and just kept pushing forward. I kept going, and I kept and, – and finally I, I won, and then I won, I won a couple more. Man, I didn't finish with a, a great amateur record either. And then I, I – Decided to go. I decided to go uh, to professional boxing even before like I went to MMA mm-hmm. because I my brother he had advised me. He's like, "Hey Tom, maybe you ought to try professional boxing before trying MMA." He's like, and your brother Nan's a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a tough dude. Yeah. yeah, he got he got me into all this stuff. I started boxing and over at um, Mike Gaddy's boxing gym. He's a famous guy here in Fayetteville, Fayetteville, Georgia. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he took me under his wing and taught me how to box. Um, a couple of years later, started learning how to do submission grappling. And then I went to professional boxing. And then first, fought my first MMA match. And then for a couple of years, I fought them both. And then I just went straight to MMA after that. Then did well. I said, yeah, I remember you having the 185-pound championship belt. Yeah, that was probably the height. I, it was in a rematch, and I in two thousand at the very beginning of two thousand eight. Yeah, I got I got that belt. It was pretty cool. I remember Blake. Um, we had went out after he had won the belt. We was up in I think over in Hateville or East Point area. Went and shoot and shot pool. We took pictures. Yeah, we took pictures, man. They had karaoke, so Tom got up there singing karaoke. He had the bell tone. I think he was singing some Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I can't. I think it was Billie Jean, if I'm not mistaken, or something. Something. <laughs> And that sounded very bad, but so who cares? Yeah, but we had we had we had a great time. Who cares? Tom's Tom. always a blast. You had the belt. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, now, so that was a lot of information and great information about the whole fight, in which, dude, I love hearing about. I've been in like Blake. I've been following it for years. I haven't fought like you two. I remember training with you for a mm-hmm. while. Um, I don't know if I told you or not. I didn't want you to think I was fragile. But when you and I was training over there, one of the knuckle up, dude. Yeah. Um, hell, I wound up breaking a rib. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Junk hurt. <laughs> I didn't know that. I remember you came over and we did some we did some takedowns. Yeah, well, it was upstairs doing like the, everybody was going to the MMA. Everybody was going mm-hmm. you know, round for round. And mm-hmm. this one dude grabbed me and dropped me. His oh, shoulder wow. went right in my rib. Whoa. Ooh, boy, it hurt. I couldn't laugh. Couldn't get out of bed too easily. Couldn't, you know, it hurt. <laughs> but, oh, well, that's, a, you know. I'm not fragile. You know. <laughs> You're not fragile. No. You're no. yeah. just an iron punch is all that. Yeah, that's it. All right, man. So tell me, because we kind of talked about it a little bit off air a few moments ago. Now, how did you get into your business? Now, first, tell about kind of a little bit more detail of what you do and how, and how, how you got started. So I, I run a website design SEO company called Mr. named Mr. Technique. And Mr. Technique is a 
It's located in the heart of Atlanta, West Midtown area, both by King Plow. And you were asking me how I got into it? Yeah, how'd you get into it? I was joking around with you before the interview that I got into it because I wasn't very good at interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Part of that is true. Um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I started learning how to do website design when I was working at, at a jail. So you I learned was, it when you was in jail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you technically, were technically I learned how to design websites when I was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> being in jail but i was luckily i wasn't an inmate i was i was one of the workers and there was a there was a position that nobody really wanted to work called the infirmary and that's where and blake knows about the infirmary it's a boring it's a boring position where you just watch inmates in solitary confinement uh make sure you make sure they don't do anything crazy like commit suicide but other than that, you, you're doing nothing. It's like watching, it's like watching paint dry. Mm. Well, instead of being bored and complaining about the position, I decided to go buy a couple books about website design, graphic design, and these computers. They had, they had uh, Internet Explorer, which is what you look at the internet with. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have internet on there. So, but I used, uh, I used Microsoft Notepad notepad okay and i could i could code i could code on notepad and then pull it up on internet explorer mm -hmm. so i learned how to code so self-taught <laughs> coding i wouldn't i don't know if that i don't know if it's self-taught but i learned from a book i, I mean but I, no I, one I, taught you didn't have an instructor you I, didn't go to a class i didn't conjure it up out of nothing so yeah but yeah, I, <laughs> but yeah sure no. sure self-taught sure <laughs> Well, it's kind of like you're, you're fluent in Spanish now, but you're self-taught there. You know, yeah, yeah. by the courses that you've been doing, but same thing with the you know, with the website yeah, design. So you kind of taught yourself. Puedo hablar español un poco. Ah, sí, sí. Me habla español poquito. That's about all I know. Muy bien, muy bien, señor. But yeah, no, yeah. That's how you got started doing the web design is, is being that, in jail. All that free time instead of being bored, you wind up stimulating your mind and And I'm, I imagine that, I imagine... I started dreaming of doing it on a full-time basis. I was like, man, that'd be great. I mean, at, at the time, I also wanted to become a, a famous fire too. And so I was, but you know, you have to have a, a background, a, a backup plan. Right, yeah. Because you can't, you can't fight forever. It's not, it's not a sustainable, yeah, it's not a sustainable yeah. career. Yeah, and unless you're at a certain level, you're not going to, you're not going to get rich. Yeah, that's like, either. you'd have to be in the point zero one percent of a, the population or yeah. your, your your chances are real minimal it's like less than hit it's like less than hitting lottery maybe or oh, wow. probably about that about the about, same about the same yeah now so like what when did you get your first job doing web design like who was it for do you remember like what was that stepping stone i do after uh i'd like to rewind back a little bit because hey, pull back all you want man this, this is all for you because i I started working with a, a buddy's company. He had a website design company, and I was I was a sales rep for the for the company. Okay. And so I knew a little bit about it, and that was when I bought the name MrTechnique.com, which was the 2000. It was sometime in 2002, and I started to learn. I was off books back then too, and uh, so I created MrTechnique.com as a personal website. Gotcha. So fast forward a few years later, I still have MrTechnique.com. I did. I ended up gathering. I ended up getting a, a client. I ended up getting one client or a couple clients uh, 
couple clients from uh, the company that I used to work for, and they they actually they went belly up. So oh, I, wow. So I took I took a couple clients from there. Because so they I saw to, the work that you had and what you did. That's all. They dealt they dealt with me. They, okay. they, they bought they bought websites from me, and they wanted to continue doing business with me. So they they came came on board with me at Mr. Technique. And over the for the first few years, I I got I got clients via word of mouth. It's the best way of getting clients. No, the absolute best way, man. Agreed. You either lose a business or you gain a business by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, so did you start off like just I mean trailblazing? Like you have a lot of clients coming in, or was it little by little? Was that the only it was source little, of income you had? It was little by little, and I was, as I was learning, it was great, it was fun, but I had problems generating new business okay and so but but i can i continue to get business all the way up until i mean i continue to get business throughout the whole time and by the time i uh i i'd worked various jobs all the way up until 2005 2000 2005 2006 okay well 2005 uh last i guess full-time job i had was a temp job working for a recruiting firm that where i learned how to uh research on google Oh, okay. That gave me some of my SEO knowledge. That even during that time, I was still picking up clients. But when that job let me go, I felt like I had enough clients to to do this on my own. And I, I had enough. I was working 40-hour work weeks, but the only problem was that I didn't have enough revenue coming in. And almost at, in 2010, it came... It came to a head. Came to a head. I had to hit a crossroads in my life, and I had I contemplating. I contemplated giving it up. And I talk, as far as website, 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 design? yeah, because I had problems getting business. I knew how to design websites, but I, back then I didn't know about SEO. Gotcha. Yeah, which is just a crucial element. It's you know, I got a couple of um, web pages, and SEO was one mm-hmm. thing which I want to talk to you about later. Sure. Because I don't know much about SEO. I've got a little tag words. That's about mm-hmm. it, man. I don't mm-hmm. know much about it. Yep. So in 2010, it was coming to a head for you. You've done it from since 2002, going to 2010, which seems like a pretty good stretch yeah. where usually businesses are going to be flourishing, but it came to a head. Yeah, at my at low point, I had to I had to get a job working as a secretary for a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I that that company was having the website design. I had to play an assistant website designer too, like a head secretary. You know, oh. It was kind of like a slap in the face. <laughs> but in the meantime, when that happened, I started to think like I started to get my I started to get some uh, I get I guess my entrepreneurial spirit back. Mm-hmm. And I gathered a couple more clients. And I, I, honestly, like I feel like a lot of it was luck and some of it was perseverance. It's it's a little bit of both. Yeah. So one, I had one, I had one client or contact. He started feeding me business, and he was outsourcing me to do the website design. And another one was another, a, a word of mouth client. I took those two on. By the time, by the time this company laid me off, I felt like I had one final chance to make it. Because at this time, when I started my my company, I was. I was living like in the boondocks and 
south of Noonan in Granville where they have no stoplights. Yeah, Granville is a small little town. <laughs> it's pretty bad there. Yeah. I just opened a clinic there a few months ago. <laughs> oh, no. That's the second clinic. He said, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Come it's on. pretty quiet now there. It's, it's really quiet. <laughs> so during this time when, I, when this mortgage broker, mortgage broker company laid me off, I, I was actually living in Atlanta, and I had an Atlanta I was living in, in Atlanta, not just Metro Atlanta, in Atlanta. So I was thinking to myself, I have an Atlanta address. I can I can use this to my benefit. So I started using it for my Google Google local business, my, my Google local listing. Mm-hmm. And over the next uh, four to five years, I went from being unseen on Google to all the way up to like number one on Google. For for the keyword for any Atlanta web design keyword, dude, that's awesome. Now, how did that happen? You, you went from being no one could really see you to being the number one there on Google. Well, honestly, I, when I was having trouble getting business, I was reading these these business help books, which, contrary to what most people say about them, I actually I I don't follow the business. Uh, I don't read business books anymore. Like I've learned. I've learned how to survive just just off of uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So I I learned I had to learn about SEO, and part of SEO was you had to talk about your industry. And I would stay up. I remember I remember I was living with my my wife, my girlfriend at the time, in a one bedroom apartment, and I had to make this thing work. I got laid off, and my 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 wife girlfriend at the time was. Wondering if I was going to get get another job after this, <laughs> uh, I told her I was like, I think I can make this thing work. Like I've got it, I've got a I dream. I'm going like, to keep working I for like, it. I think I'm going to hit number one, and she, you know, she's probably thinking, yeah, right. Now was yeah. she supportive of that decision? Yeah, she was. She was supportive, but she didn't know. She was neutral, and she, uh, she did. She did kept asking me about getting another job, but I just I didn't want to get one. Good I, for you. The reason why is because I I hear so many people complain about their jobs. Yeah. Um, I read a statistic the other day that 74% of Americans hate their job. 74%, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I want to wow. be, I want to be part of the 26%. Exactly. Okay. All right, so that right there is what you said. Look, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going with my dream. I'm not going to work for somebody and be unhappy. Yeah. So I felt like I had, I had this one chance to make it. So when I was asleep at night, my my office was in our bedroom. So we had a one bedroom. We had a one-bedroom apartment in the Ponce Highlands area, no dishwasher, uh, and uh, and we had a living room. So my office was in the same room as my bedroom, but at night I would smart. This was this, the age of the smartphones was just beginning, and so I started learning about SEO while I was going to sleep at night. Now, for those of our listeners who don't know, what is SEO? SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. So it's the it's the technique of of helping your website appear higher in Google search engines in general, but Google mainly, uh, because Google is the most visited search engine in the world by far, via providing content, putting keywords in there, uh, getting websites to link to you. And so right now you are a pro with this. So this is what you focus a lot of your attention on is, it, is the website design and then the SEO or what? But my my business is half and half. Half and web, half. Web design, and SEO. But web design and SEO go together like burgers and fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't 
you, you can have a website, but if you're not driving business to it, then what good dri- is it? or driving visitors to it, then what good is it? Unless you don't need the visitors and you're just using it just for information, and that's okay too. But most most of my clients are they're dependent on their website to bring in business. As I saw um, some of the people on your website, you've got what um, surgeons, you've got dentists, you've got everybody on there mm-hmm. that use your services. Plastic surgeons, uh, massage, uh, massage spas. I know you you talked about getting massage. Yeah, <laughs> so I've done I've done the site, or we've done the site. Uh, me and my developers. We've so, done, from, from, I'm sorry. From the perspective of a, of a customer, if I wanted to use your service, what could I expect? If I were to come to you and say, "Okay, this is this is what I'm looking for as far as a website," what sort of service could you offer? Well, so what kind of service could I offer? Develop your website and build. Probably improve your reputation. Mm-hmm. I'd help you generate some, generate some reviews. I, I mean, I'd advise you to get some reviews from your clients. Do you have different price structures or, or no? Plans? Surprisingly, I don't. I don't have a pricing structure. I have. It's an hourly rate. Okay. <laughs> it's like, and there, and I, I want. My goal was to to have to make my services valuable enough to where I could. I could charge that way. Very and, good. And I'm, I'm I'm pretty honest about my hourly rate, so I don't. I tell I, I'm honest, I'm upfront with my clients like it'll cost this much, but it's just an estimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you never know. Sometimes it might take a little bit more time. Sometimes a little bit less. But overall, averaging this is what it's going to cost per yeah. job. Correct? I've done jobs where it it took less time and they've they've paid less. Yeah, and I've done the opposite too. Yeah. But that's business. Yeah. Now, from the other perspective, if somebody's young and, and they're hungry and they're out there and they, mm-hmm. they would like to try to get into something like you are mm-hmm. um, and try to get to that level where you are, do you have any advice that you could offer that young person so as far you, as getting started? A young person wanting to get where I'm at? Well, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend doing it the way I did. <laughs> if I had to do it over again, I would, I would say get some, get some industry experience, learn how the website design SEO business works because I had no idea. <laughs> so really? I just jumped in. Until you like, got the books in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was trial yeah. by fire. Yeah. It's just trial yeah. and error. Just yeah. making it happen. I, I, I jumped in, jumped in the ocean, sink or swim. <laughs> but that's pretty hardcore. Uh, yeah. I, I got a ton of respect for that. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of it's, a lot of it's luck and a lot of it's, it's perseverance. Yeah. So I think, I, I think it's going to be more perseverance because, you know, luck, is you know it's what it's perception pretty much ah oh, i got lucky because this person here came mm-hmm. through you got lucky because you persevered you put year after year time after time kept pushing forward you never gave up so by pushing forward and staying out there mm-hmm. more people knew your name more people knew that you were dedicated and willing to continue doing what you do so then opportunities presented themselves i had to go through some growing pains though there when i went back into my business after I got laid off that from that mortgage broke broker company i there were for like a year or two, I, I would, I had this set amount in my head that I, I needed to get paid mm-hmm. uh, to survive, and I wouldn't make that amount until like the day before, like, really, like Thursday afternoon. Hey, as long as you made it, huh? Yeah, <sighs> barely. <laughs> Just holding your breath, like counting, like come on, it's, it's got to come in. Uh, but you had that goal. I did have that goal, yeah, and, and, that's, I, that's... and I hit it like almost every time. Now that goal, I'm assuming it increased. It increased, sure. Yeah, they, it started out at a certain dollar amount. I mean, honestly, at the, at the beginning, it was $600 a week. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was Thursday. It's like $100. I had $150 for that week. And then 
next thing you know, I'd get a miracle phone call. <laughs> like, hey, we need a website. How much how much are you gonna charge? At at the time I didn't I wasn't able to charge like the rates that I do now. So now having looked back at where you're coming from and where you are now, uh, my question would be where do you see yourself or where do you plan to be in five years from now? You know, I don't look past tomorrow. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's contrary to what a lot of these uh, other business owners or goals um, say. I just I just take it day by day, day, by day. right now. And I, I work on, always work on learning and improving my process. So is self-development becoming better than the person you were yesterday and giving your all each and every single day to each and every one of your clients? Business, support, business process, uh, the client experience, and the quality of my work, are, the, those are the most important things to me. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you focus on that right there, the way I see, I'm sure you do as well. Absolutely. If you focus on that right there, then that long-term goal that a lot of people already have in mind, mm-hmm. you're going to achieve that because you're focusing on just one day at a time. If I can conquer tomorrow mm-hmm. and it be the best day that I've had, and each day being better, then you're going to be successful every step of the way. I tell you, I'm I'm actually in a lucky spot where there's more business coming in than than I can take. That's a blessing. That dude. is a good problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. People tell me that, but yeah, anyways, I, I just don't want to have. I just don't want to be overwhelmed where I can't take care of clients uh, adequately. So at that point, do you start thinking about hiring on assistants? I have do? brought on people, but they're they're also they're still they're packed too. Right. But I don't, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry to to go from the one man show to like a tycoon. Just a huge yeah corporation business. Yeah. Well, tell you, man. Thirty this time has flown by. Tom, we might have you come in for a different show, man, to do a sure. part two to finish everything up. Okay. All but right. um we're wrapping everything up. Everybody, this has been Tom Wynn. Tom, how can they get in contact with you real quick? You can go to my website, mrtechnique.com. You can just type it out and you'll find it. Or you can call four zero four four one nine six seven three zero. There you go, Tom Wynn. If you're looking for web design, SEO, this is the guy to contact, the number one guy here in Atlanta. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Stronger I, Than Failure. Real quick, can I just plug oh, his real quick? His, jump right uh, in. His ex-fighting career, he's also got a really interesting, I just learned about it tonight, a, a website for any fighters out there or people who are interested in the local fight scene, fightaholic.com. Is Fight, that right? Fightaholic.com. Yeah, check that out. It's really All cool. right. Remember, you're stronger than failure. Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. Stronger Than Failure.